Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, Fight Fans. Another episode of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. I go by the name of Ak. And I'm Barack the Boxing Bully. Thank you for joining us and taking the time. So much to talk about. Heavyweight division talk, Tyson Fury. Anthony Joshua will not happen. Barack, I'm a bit frustrated to be honest with you. Oh, so to- surprised. I am so surprised. <laughs> oh, this is big news. You can't believe it, right? Can't believe that something that Tyson Fury said ain't happening. <laughs> Wait, you never saw this coming, have you? Did you? Man, you, I saw this coming, coming a mile away, two, three, four blocks away. This is, come on, listen, I'm a fan of all fighters. I'm a fan of Tyson Fury. I think he's uh, reinvented himself inside that ring. Amazing, amazing athlete, amazing boxer. But come on, man. Today, he's 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 fighting Deontay Wilder again, he said. Or he's fighting Chisora for the third time. Anthony Joshua, Manuel Char, retirement. Come on. No, he said he says things for shock value. I, I I don't know when to believe this guy. But you know what? What? In my opinion, I would say that he didn't expect AJ and his team to really accept that fight because he's Whoa. coming off a loss. And I think it was just talk, just bravado, just trolling, just Whoa. to say that he did offer AJ the fight. Not thinking I don't that AJ it. and his team. No, I, honestly, this is just my opinion. I, mean, ahead, I don't know this to be true, but I, not that he doesn't want, not that he wouldn't fight AJ or he's scared to fight AJ. What I'm saying is he did that for shock value, like you just mentioned. Uh, you know, this is his personality, his bravado. He wants to, you know, make it seem like, hey, I offered AJ a fight. He didn't take it. He didn't expect AJ's team because if you know Brock, it, you know AJ, you know his team. These guys are solid when it comes to doing business. They're not just going to, uh, they're going to take their time dissecting a contract. So I didn't think he, he would expect, he expected AJ and his team to actually okay the fight, but they did. They accepted all terms. Eddie Hearn, they accept, they accept. Eddie Hearn put out, you know, put out a statement saying that the 60-40 split, we're okay with that. Whatever he wants, we just, let's finalize this deal. Even AJ on social media, he actually freestyled a rap in a car with his boys saying he'll sign the contract. Uh, he's a decent freestyle. He did it on Sway one time talking about rap. I mean, yeah. I want to fight. I don't care. I don't want to fight anybody else. I'll take this fight. And I think that uh, because of that energy, he was taken back. Fury and his cat. Totally disagree. And, 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 and put out a deadline. How long are who you going to talk? A, who Damn. puts out a deadline? Listen, you want, <laughs> talk, you want Fury talk? I'm going to give you Fury Yo. talk, right? You're supposed to put out a deadline. No, listen, I totally disagree. I, I do think AJ got some bars. Yes, some freestyle bars. He sound old school, though, but he got bars. But listen, I don't think that's true. 
because this is a man that fought Deontay Wilder three times. This is a man that fought a dangerous Dillian White right afterwards. And this is a man that forwarded a contract. So what he was saying, I don't like that he did it on Twitter, but what he was saying was sign the contract that we sent you. So yes, you can accept all terms, but until you sign, it's not finalized. Like you said, uh, it wasn't finalized. You was like, oh, yeah, he finalized it. No, they, it wasn't finalized. So if you send a man a contract, then you mean business. Uh, I mean, we, we don't know. I mean, what? Uh, yes, he probably, but I'm, just because you send a, a, a man a contract, it doesn't mean that you think he's going to agree to it. What kind that of doesn't nonsense mean is that? You, so that means you pay your lawyer to draft up the contract. Oh, come on. To Fury's send it lawyer, over. Fury's but lawyers just are Just patrolling? You're going to pay the lawyer patrolling? Those guys, you think Fury, yeah, come on. We talking chump change, like you sound like Triple G right now. Come I'm, on, guys. No, what I'm, what, yeah, come on, guys. Come on, come on. What I'm saying is that yes, I do think that Fury would spend money to troll to to, to make a joke. I mean, no, this guy is filthy rich. It, it's no, I, I don't think that, that he was very uh, ever really serious about that fight. Not to say that he wouldn't uh, fight AJ. That's all I'm saying. So you go all the way to make you go all the way with making a contract and sending a. Ah, come on! You reach. Hey, you reach right now. You reach like plastic opinion. man right now. I'm. I'm not reaching. I'm. I'm keeping it gully with you. Also, uh, you mentioned Deontay Wilder. Yeah. Deontay Wilder's on record recently in an interview saying that he thinks there's a possibility for a fourth fight with Tyson Fury, even though you know he lost the last two, and some even felt like the first one wasn't a draw. Uh, I Do you think I that that's know. a? Well, I don't know if Tyson would accept that. You know, I think, no, that's what I mean. I mean, why would yeah, Tyson accept that? Yeah, I don't think Tyson would accept that. I say if he's talking about down the line, let's say he beat Hellenius, Hellenius, and then he beats Andy Ruiz next. Then, yeah, I guess then those would be the top heavyweights again. I don't and think if, so. It, but still, Tyson Fury probably won't accept it. I, I mean, when Tyson Fury reports that. He, he got a little shooken up in that third fight and he wanted to retire. I yeah, don't but think he, lost, he lost both fights by stoppage, right? No, it's not that. It's that I'm just saying all of the reasons why I'm saying Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury beat him twice. Tyson Fury, you know, got hurt. He said he said he needed a long time to recover after that third fight. So I don't think that's the guy you want to fight again. No, of course, but not to mention... That's the guy that you wouldn't have to fight. The general, yeah, because, the public, won twice, the public right. wouldn't exactly. demand it. <laughs> the boxing world wouldn't demand it. Um, it would just be coming from Wilder's team. So why take the risk in fighting such a well, hard it, puncher? It really depends. Exactly. I agree with you. But it depends. Let's say if they clear out the division and it's those two left and Tyson Fury is still fighting. Because if Tyson Fury clears out the division on his side and Deontay clears it out on his side, then Tyson might just retire. Well, look, I'm glad you brought that up, Barack, because you're talking about playing out division. Tyson Fury himself has gone on to say that Joe Joyce is the, the second best heavyweight in the world. So that is, saying, <laughs> that, that, that is pretty much saying that outside of himself, he's the next best guy. So, oh, stop it. So stop. Didn't, he, didn't he recently say that Deontay Wilder was that guy? Remember? Yeah, I'm not saying I agree with that. I, I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just relaying a message, buddy. Don't stop, kill a messenger. That's stop, what Tyson Fury Tyson, message. you just be saying anything, so, bro. So Joe Joyce. Now, granted, he might have the hardest chin in boxing. Wow. Uh, no, no question about that. And, and listen, 
He obviously has power, and he does something right. Like his style or not, he keeps winning. He beat who, a really who, who good boxer. Like who, who said they don't like his style? There are people I, out I there that you. don't like his style. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's you. So, there are people that don't like his style. I don't. I can't be. I think he's a nice guy. Um, I can't <laughs> lie and say. I can't lie and say I love his style. But who am I? It's effective, right? It's right. effective. I didn't like Bill Cartwright's free throw style, but he had some clutch free throws in some of those NBA championship games with the Bulls. Who the heck is that? So, who the heck is that? You know, if you don't know Bill, who Bill I'm Cartwright is. I'm a little too young is, for that. I'm a little too young You don't know who Bill Cartwright who the hell is. is that? <laughs> yeah, he had the ugliest jump shot of all time. Ever. <laughs> but he had some clutch shots. So yeah. so honestly, I he, he, I have to, once upon a time, I <laughs> Look told at you, you, you can't I, even say it. No, no, no. Because once upon a time, I told you that I didn't like Tyson Fury style. And yes, yes. after the first fight, against Deontay Wilder, he made a believer out of me. Um, And I learned to love his style. Um, So Joe Joyce, though I haven't got to that point, I haven't crossed that bridge yet to say I really like this guy's style, but he has looked better in his last couple of fights, meaning more entertaining for the fight fans. And he keeps winning, which is the most important thing. And I I was impressed with the win over Joseph Parker. So, but I I won't go on to say... Yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go on to say that he's the second best heavyweight in the world. That's for nah, sure. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. He didn't. He didn't fight the right people to be deemed that. But I wouldn't say that his style was ever not entertaining. Um, it's just not. It just looks so slow. You know, it looks so slow. It doesn't look as as skillful and as pretty and as coordinated as some fighters, but. Probably the know, slowest heavyweight in the world in the, it, as far as... But like that's 270 pounds of juggernaut power coming back at you. Right. You know, and so far, no one can stand it. Now, what we... The, the big question is, can his chin take a Deontay Wilder right bazooka? I would love to find that out. Now, if Tyson Fury feels this way about Joe Joyce and he's top dog, why not fight Joe, Joe Joyce? Why doesn't... Uh, Tyson Fury fight what I think about once every six months you say something <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> no, no, seriously that no. was brilliant I'm uh, that was brilliant but but yeah I mean because he's cons- you know, no but you know what it wasn't brilliant no I take that back because you know no that was brilliant if if what no listen to what I'm about to say it was brilliant but I have to retract that because I think maybe Tyson Fury is faking saying Joe Joyce is the second best heavyweight in the world. So then when he comes out of nowhere and says, I'm going to fight Joe Joyce, the public is saying, oh, well, he's fighting the second best heavyweight (laughs) in the world. So he premeditates his stuff. He's psychologically- Yes. He's programming Programming the fan, training them. In advance, that's smart. Yes. If that if that's the case, man. Look now, if he I, really felt that way, then what you said is brilliant. All right. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, he fights somebody that we know, and not not in a you know. I, I don't see the rematch with Wilder happening, and uh, I don't want to see a Chisora trilogy. Fought fifteen times. Yeah, I don't want to see a Chisora trilogy. Um, I want to see AJ Fury. I mean AJ Fury or Fury Usyk, and that'll be all. All right, listen, um, pound for pound, he's on our list. Super talented. 
He's bringing the crowd out in North. Over 10,000 people showed up to watch this young man fight. Now he's a lightweight. That's right. Our guy, Shakur Stevenson. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Bye, fans. We got a special guest joining us, friend to the room. Pound for pound, one of the best fighters in the world. He's no longer a junior lightweight. <laughs> He's a lightweight now. Gosh, Shakur Stevenson. What's up, brother? What's good, man? Yo, listen, we had an argument, bro. Well, I got to say, gotta on, say it. Wait, wait I, I got to say it. No, Let's I'm going to say it. Don't wait a second, me. I'm going to say it. Yo, listen. We had a, I'm talking about this was an argument, <laughs> Shakur. We was putting you on the pound for pound list, right? And, and him and Josh, which is our producer who knows nothing about boxing, they were like, all right, we're gonna put him, we're gonna put him on a pound for pound list, but we're gonna put him as lightweight. I'm like, all right, but he didn't fight as lightweight yet. Anything could happen in the sport right now. Somebody could say, yo, I'll give you $10 million to fight Joe Cordina. He's staying at 130. So they you kept give, you give him a scenario for him to think right, and say, so good. All right, maybe you I finish. can go to like finish. Oh, no, I'm just saying you making it, you you framing it for him to say, you never know, maybe I could go for the right money. All we were saying is that we were listing you as a lightweight because you went on record saying, I'm done with this division, junior lightweight. I am a lightweight now. Is it safe? Like, can I list you as a lightweight? That's all I was saying. And I said, I felt like you Even could. though you, hasn't, you haven't officially fought as lightweight, you're Look, not a lightweight. Look, the man is right here. Let him answer it. Go ahead. Yeah, list me as a lightweight. Yo, thank yo, you. that's why thank I don't you. like you, Shakur. Thank you. Thank Damn, you. bro. Josh, no, no, Josh no, we no. win. <laughs> I, only because uh, I'm about to take over the division, so ooh. this is my division now. So. All right, let's get ooh. back to the interview as uh, Barack rudely interrupted. That was First the interview, bro. I want to congratulate you on a phenomenal performance. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, don't... Sometimes you make guys that are really good look average and subpar. So that makes it where you, you, you actually don't get the credit that you deserve for being an Olympic gold medalist because you had him swinging for the fences and missing and so on and so forth. Does that frustrate you sometimes when people say, well, I want to see Shakur against this guy. Wait, you're not going to give me credit for beating an Olympic gold medalist. Does that frustrate you? Nah, it'll frustrate me because I know um, it was a tough dude. Uh, it just made me, honestly, I, I really care about like myself. Like I care about what I think. So I, I got my own thoughts about like what I should have done or, uh, like things that I could have done better. And uh, honestly, I think that I'm gonna go in the gym and work on my wrestling. 
I think that um, <laughs> getting like my arms free when somebody like grabbing me yes. Yes. is like something I need to work on because like he was grabbing me. Yeah. It was like I couldn't get my arms free. Like I was trying to get my arms free. Right. And I'll be ready to throw like one, two, three, four, five punches. Mm-hmm. But when I'm ready to throw, he'll grab me right away or put his body on me. Like he's using like real good survival instincts. So yeah. you get um, you give him I think one I good squeeze. On. You give him one good squeeze. <laughs> Crack that rib, yeah. They won't grab me. Nah, no nah, more. nah, nah. <laughs> I just need to like make sure I pu- I'm pulling my arms out, right? And able to shoot, yeah, able to shoot out. after I put my arms out. But I just care, like I, I mainly care about my opinion about it because I know like I'm my biggest biggest critic, so I ain't too worried about anybody else. Um, I feel like I performed great. Um, for the people, I could have went in there and I could have moved around yeah. from round one to to the end of the fight and made it easy without even taking any punishment or getting touched at all. Right. Yeah. And But I didn't want to do that. I, I was in Newark. I'm home, and <laughs> I wanted to get the people a show. Speaking of the people... Did, 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 know, he have, did he have any power at all? Because you were standing in the pocket trying to stop him. Nah, I ain't feel no power. I ain't feel no... He had a, he had, he had a little something when he kept looping his, um, his right hand. Mm-hmm. But other than that, nah, I feel it on the glove a little bit, but I ain't feel like nothing. It wasn't nothing too dangerous. Right. You know, like Barack said, you were in the pocket catching and shooting, catching. It seemed to me like you were really trying to stop him, especially to the body. And you were pleasing the, the Newark fight feds. You were back home, like you mentioned, uh, over 10,000 people. And, you know, one of the things I was impressed with as well is that, you know, there was no drama. I mean, I was walking around the concession stand Everybody was just interacting, talking about you. No drama. You know, Newark has a reputation, but it's not all bad. People show love, and it's obvious that they love you. Did, did you feel that love in the building? Yeah, I felt every bit of it. Um, From round one, actually from the walkout, when I first walked out, I knew it was going to be like a special night. Um, I was just trying to stay focused, but um, I felt all the love. I felt all the support. I think we could do even more. I think that's just the beginning. Like, I think that's the beginning of a a, a very great relationship that I already had with my city. But yeah. I think that we're going to evolve and even bring more people in a, de- uh, in a prudential. It definitely surprised me, man. I was happy to see 10,000 people out there in the stands. That was a great win. What's your favorite win so far? Uh, probably um, Chris Diaz. Oh, or uh, Jamel Henry. Why? Stop, I, I think I was, I was putting hands on them. Yeah. I was putting hands on them. <laughs> right. Well, you you put hands on on Contencial as well. Now, as far as uh, your walkout, you mentioned that. I want to know what was the determining factor in picking Kevin Gates? I thought it was a great walkout, good energy. Um, why Kevin Gates? Kevin Gates my favorite rapper. Oh wow! You don't know that that that's been my favorite rapper for for years. Like I show you old, like I've been listening to Gates since a kid. So it's like, right? Um, the determining factor was we home, and like me being myself is like something that I've been making sure I want to be. I don't want to be nobody. Like try to be something I'm not or anything. So I I felt like it was more genuine to have like a my favorite artist to come walk me out in. I've been DMing him for the longest. Like, people don't know. I've been talking to Gates since probably, like, 2017, 2018. So, wow. so was it easy? I mean, you just asked him yourself, or did you ask Jay Prince to do it? How did nah, that we, we, we all we all went through. I went through his people. He, he went through my people. Okay. We, we handled it like that. did it the right way. 
Yeah, but before I, I asked him already, so it was I've been asked him myself, mm -hmm. but like this time I just let it happen. Okay, I want to know if you've seen lately on Twitter Devin Haney going back and forth with Keyshawn Davis, and if you have, what do you think about it? Uh, yeah, I seen it. Um, I mean, you know, fighters. I mean, at the end they fighters like to fight, so uh, two fighters just talking a whole bunch of um. You think Keyshawn? You think Keyshawn's ready for Devin? I think Keyshawn ready for whoever. I think Keyshawn wow. ready. I mm. don't care who y'all put in front of Keyshawn. Keyshawn, uh, Keyshawn is a bad mother Like it's it's gonna be hard for anybody to beat Keyshawn. So okay, uh, I think Keyshawn he ready to go. I think even when he's sitting there talking about the oh I'm six and no, I I think he need to even understand that he should look at himself even higher than what he even saying. Like yeah, you six and no, but. You so good that he's so ready, the best of the best right now. That's how I feel about Keyshawn. So, what, would y'all ever fight? Nah, I wouldn't ever fight Keyshawn unless it's for like um, tons of money. They would have to offer us <laughs> enormous amount of money for me to fight my little brother. Like, okay, now I really look at that like my little brother. Like, no doubt. my family, his family, like his brother is my little brother. Like, right, yeah, yeah. It's like I, I wouldn't fight him unless it's for like a three fight deal for. Life changing forever, man. <laughs> no doubt. And you know, he looks at you as a big brother as well. We we could see the love. I guess that's why he was so animated uh talking uh to Devin about you. Now he also got animated talking about Terrence Crawford to Errol Spence. Obviously, we know we've been waiting. They shot a date out there November 19th. We spent some time with Bud this weekend while he was here for your fight. And it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Um, can you tell us anything about their fight? I don't know. I I, don't, mm -hmm. I ain't really talked to um Bud about it. Um, I don't really know like the insides of like what's going on. Um, but knowing, they... knowing Bud as 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 like being in the gym with him, spending time with him in Colorado and all that, and you know how long he needs to get ready for a big fight. With this amount of time, do you think he would take that date, November nineteenth? Uh, yeah, I think he. I think he's ready. I think he's been training. I think Bud probably ready right now. Mm. I mean, when does he not train? Right. You know, you know, I remember we was talking to you about certain people that walk you out in the ring. You surprised me with Kevin Gates. You know, that was a that was a really good look. How many how many followers did you get after that fight? Shit, like a hundred over a hundred thousand. Wow. Yeah, it's still it's still more to come though, you know. Yeah, uh, life changing for us. So we yeah, just and I, very and blessed seen, and grateful. And I Amen. seen Gates in the stands, he was sitting close to us and he was standing up half the fight, like really cheering you on. So he enjoys to, to watch you fight. And, and Shakur, in my opinion, you're becoming a, a fan-friendly fighter. I know people, you know, when, when you're considered a slick boxer, some people throw shots at that. Something that you purposely done, Shakur, to, to please the fans as well because of things you've done in the past or you're just being more comfortable in the, in the pocket? Now, I think I'm very comfortable in the pocket. I think that um, I still got more work to do, though. Like, it's it's certain stuff that I should work on, but that I'm going to work on when I go back to the gym um, and creating, like, space and leverage uh, for certain shots. But uh, I'm very comfortable in the pocket. I don't mind being in front of somebody. Um, but you got to understand, you know, certain fighters, you're going to fight them differently. Like, I'm not going to fight Everybody uh, like that. a tank the same way that I just put that dude. I might go in there. Right. And move around and box them and, you know, use my uh, speed and IQ as my advantage. Right. But um, with, some, with somebody else, like with uh, Devin, I may 
crash forwards. Like you just never know um with you know with different styles, I might just fight differently. Okay. Whatever so, to win, I'm gonna win at the end of the day. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do whatever it takes to win. I hear you. Yeah. So you feel like you can walk Devin. <clears throat> excuse me. So you feel like you can walk Devin down. But what if you don't get that Devin fight? You know, I know you're not gonna wait until after Cambosis, or maybe you will. Who else do you feel comfortable fighting and it'll be a big enough fight for you? Me and Lemachenko. Oh. Okay. I think me and Lemma gonna be a big fight and it can happen maybe in the next one or two fights. I'm ready. Okay. I mean, have you have you spoken to the team to uh to Bob Aaron or anybody at Tap Rack saying, listen, if I can't get Devin, I want Loma. Have you talked to talk to them about that? Nah, but I mean it's clear as day they mind is already made up on that. Um, you Loma. know, they know that I'm ready. They 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 ain't gonna sugarcoat me, they, they ain't gonna take me through no uh cakewalks. But okay. uh, I think that they 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 know what it is, they know I'm ready. But would you would you be okay with kind of an introduction fight to the lightweight division? Against somebody else first. I know you want the top dogs right yeah. away, but if they were presented, like let's say I, I suggested, I made a suggestion of Ooh. Isaac Cruz, right? Yeah. Because he's a guy that has been there with Tank. Uh, it was a close fight with Tank. He's a aggressive, hard puncher. Just to you know, for that measuring stick against a common opponent, would you accept a fight like that? Yeah, I would, but they're just going to let the fans know what they already know. <laughs> uh, me versus Isaac Cruz. <laughs> I'm gonna just box box his head off. He ain't gonna be able to do nothing with me. So, um, you know, I'm I'm ready for whoever. <laughs> if they offer me anybody, I'm I'm ready to step up. You know, you mentioned Loma, uh, uh, Shakur, and I was thinking uh, the fact that Loma is 34 years old and is gonna be 35 in February. In my opinion, I would want that fight to happen as soon as possible because what I'm worried about is if you were to go in there and beat a Loma at 35 or maybe later on at 36, we'll start getting that talk of, hey, Loma is past his prime. He's in his late 30s. That's why Shakur beat him. And maybe you won't get what you deserve. That's why I think that fight should happen right away. Do you I agree with that? You. I agree with you, but um, at the end of the day, um, you know, Lomachenko want them belts and his, his mind ain't really focused on me. So you can't blame me for if he don't end up Fighting. taking the fight with me right now. Right. And go the Devin Haney route. I mean, that probably be smarter for him. So I can't. Uh, I I just gotta sit back and you know be ready for when the time comes. Uh, How does that fight play out, Devin and Loma? I got Devin winning. Devin uh, going out boxing. Wow. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Wow. I mean, uh, Loma can box as well. You, you, I mean, is it that clear that you know you making that determination? Devin faster, taller, um, longer. And I just think the reach advantage, he's going to outbox him. All right. Well, listen, whoever you fight at 135, man, we're going to be locked in and we can't wait to see you back in the ring, champ. A great performance, man. Phenomenal. Thanks. Thank you. Time. Barack, one of the things that impresses me about Shakur is that he is so skilled and still he wants to learn more. He wants to get better. He wants to go back in the gym and work on new stuff to, 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 give, his, to give his opponents even more trouble. <laughs> yeah, I was just happy that he actually told us specifically what he wanted to work on. And it's funny because one time I was in the camp with uh, Sean Porter and there was something that, who was there? Sh Sugar Shane Mosey was there, senior. And he was showing Sean about, you know, techniques and wrestling techniques in the ring, grabbing techniques. 
And I was speaking to Kenny Porter afterwards. He was like, I'm glad Shay showed him that because I don't know. I don't know about that stuff. You know, that's something that I can't teach Sean. So that's an art. And it's something that fighters should know. So I'm just glad he admitted it. Yeah, and I mean, man, if this kid keeps learning, I mean, we'll, we'll, we don't know what we're, we're going to end up with. What type of monster? Uh, mm-hmm. All right, listen, looking forward to seeing him back in the ring. Hey, on another note, myself and Addy and Sergio Mora got a chance to chop it up about Eubank Ben. It's going down really soon. Take a listen. The big fights keep coming here on DAZN. Remember, 8th of October, live on DAZN pay-per-view from already a sold-out O2 arena. Chris Eubank Jr. versus Conor Ben, a fight that none of us really expected, but a fight that already is starting to capture the public's imagination in the UK. Uh, let's get the view from stateside. I mean, talking about fighting, people are probably fighting for tickets to that fight. I mean, they are fighting it, for tickets. you said sold out, but I know people are finding, trying to find a way to get into They're trying arena. to add more seats in the O2 arena <laughs> as we speak. They're trying to go up, stop, and add another layer. I mean, obviously, look, the fight for me is a massive fight UK side because of the history of the, the fathers. Has it kind of got people speaking about it in, in America at all? Well, I mean, for me, Sergio, I don't know. If you're a fight fan here, you obviously know rivalry from the parents, right? So by default, these kids are arch nemesis. They can't, there's no way around yeah. it. And not only is it because of their they actually don't like each other. The two guys been wanting to fight since the amateurs, and the hate is real. I mean, you did a face-off with those guys. You can talk about, like, the energy in the room when those two guys are next to each other. So it's starting to trickle over here. It's been... I've been excited about it because I'm a true fight fan. But I think because of Connor's personality, it, it's going to get to the casual fans here in America. You know what, Sergio? There are a lot of people, including myself, that are not the biggest fans of catchweight fights. Yeah. And I say some people are saying, one second, Chris Eubanks got big fights for him at 160 or 168. Connor's got massive fights for him at 147, right? Virgil Tees is there. Boots Ennis is there. There's others as well. Why go for each other? Well, it's the, the name and the rivalry, you know, the yeah. blood there, you know. So uh, I, I think the fact that Nigel Ben came up short against Eubanks. I think his, fa- his, his father came up short. So I think uh, Connor Ben's going to want a re- redemption. He's mm. going to want, you know, revenge. Yeah. So I think, you know, the, the, the rivalries there, they just, it's great camera, you know, whenever they're, they're in front of a camera, right. the things they say, the things they talk about, it's just, they, they speak to you really loud and they can fight. Both these guys could punch. Mm. And considering the fact that Eubank Jr. is coming from a bigger weight class down, I think he's going to carry power. Now, is he going to be dehydrated? That's the question. Yeah, but Sergio, I asked you about Khan. I think what makes this fight even more interesting is the fact that he's a welterweight. He's moving up practically two weight right. classes. Yeah. So there's that big risk factor that people are saying to themselves, wow, imagine him going up and doing what he's saying he's going to do, knock uh, you back out that would be the win would be that much bigger if he does do that and look Connor thinks he can do that you speak to Connor and he thinks he can go and knock him out Con, you know Chris Eubank Jr is not Algeria he's not <laughs> yeah, Granados yeah, he's yeah. not Vargas but if he does do that does he go that bound to 147 then do, do, you stay at what, do you maybe go 154 I believe it'll be similar to when Kel Brook attempted greatness against Golovkin you know he, he he was fighting a pretty smart fight intelligent fight but he was just too small too small so we're gonna find out if he's, if uh, Ben is that too how you small. see it playing out no Okay. I really like I really like Conor Ben. I think he has really. A, I really like the mentality. I like his his. Uh, he has a ferocity that, that his father had. Right. You know, he has that ferocity, but he's a little bit more smart with it. You know, and technique behind it. And Eubank, you know, we know what he could do at super middleweight. He's gonna be the naturally bigger fighter, the longer fighter. I don't know, man. It's gonna be explosive about Faith Ben. You know, no, but to answer your question, uh, you know, that's a great question. We all know that, you know, Errol Spence and uh, Terence Crawford is the fight. 
it's a big fight at welterweight. So there's room. Those guys are older. They're in their 30s. I mean, if Conor comes back down to 47, you got guys like Virgil Ortiz, Boots Ennis. You still got the Thurmans of the world. There are a lot of big fights at 147. So if he can make the weight easily, I think it'll just make him a bigger welterweight, right? a bigger name in the welterweight division, even though if, if he would beat uh, Eubank at that weight, he'd still be a bigger star. I would say go back down to 147 and campaign in that weight class. I agree. Look. Crawford and, and Spence, how that fight might play out, they're going to go anyway. Yeah. They'll potentially go to 154 pounds. Connor could be the biggest star in terms of ticket seller exactly. in the world weight division if he stays there. Interesting you mentioned the rehydration clause. Obviously, this is at a catch weight of 157 pounds, a weight that Eubank Jr. has never made, and then he can't rehydrate past 168. Speak to us as someone that come in at middleweight and you're able to rehydrate to whatever you want. Someone being stuck. Mm -hmm. At the 168 mark, how bad is that for Eubank? It's very bad, especially the taller fighter, for the taller fighter, because, you know, uh, Eubank Jr. is going to have the height and the reach advantage, so they could fill out that weight without having uh, to look soft. So it's going to impact Eubank, that rematch, I mean, the uh, the hydration clause. And for Conor Ben, that's a smart thing to do. A lot of smart fighters with leverage, Mayweather uh, used to do that and yeah. put that clause. Canelo put that clause with Chavez Jr., I believe. Very smart, but you can only do it when you have pull, and uh, Ben has pull. Yeah, the only sad thing about that, Addy, is that, the excuse factor is now built in already. It's, it's built, built in, in already. So that's the thing about catch weights. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And, and I hate that. And it's built in. And look, I was at the press conference and Eubank said it. He said it at the face off as well that there's only going to be 60% of me. But he also said, I only need to be 60% to beat you. Yeah, but that's still, it's that's still an giving an excuse yeah. in advance. Yeah. You know, and he you should signed, know that. You signed I mean, on the look, dotted line. Look, uh, you know, Sergio could attest to this. In boxing, I mean, one of the most taboo things in the world is excuse. Right. And bef after a fight. Beforehand, it's even worse because you're anticipating, if I don't win, this is why. What if Chris doesn't win? I mean, look, for Conor, I, it's, I don't want to say it's a win-win. It's never a win-win for a boxer. But if Conor doesn't win, it's okay, well, you tried. You went up to, you know, two weight classes above. You can come back down to your natural weight class. If Chris gets slept by Conor... Well, th th we, have that, we have that excuse fact I just mentioned. I was dehydrated. I couldn't make weight. I couldn't hydrate to my normally normal hydration. And, and you know how dangerous it is to be in a ring dehydrated. That's very dangerous. No, listen, I've been part of that. Uh, some of my uh, worst performances is because I was trying to make weight and dehydrated. You know, when I fought Mose, I had to uh, shrink down to 154 pounds. That's not my weight division, mm -hmm. but that was a... I, it's a big looks, fight. You, you can't turn it down. I, I can't turn it down. Can't so, turn it down. you know, that... Whenever you have a fighter that's so naturally big, like Eubank, he carries that, that, that size, that muscular, muscular frame. So to him have to go down, that's going to favor Ben. The older it is, the more it impacts you, yeah, too. Yeah, but it can't be all for, for Chris. You know, uh, you know, Ben can't, and his team can't budge. All right, we'll, we'll let you hydrate to whatever you want. All right, let's do it at 60. This guy's still coming up from 147. Yeah, yeah there's got to be some restrictions that, yeah. that Connor puts in place to make this a fair fight. Yeah. And I think those restrictions, I think, make it, I think, a 50-50 fight. Sergio, you've gone Connor. Where are you going? Um, I love Connor's energy. Um, I don't want to make a prediction this early. Usually I make predictions on fight week. I need to see what happens in the weigh-in. You just want to get out you know to the UK. Just <laughs> say you want to get out to the UK. I'll tell you guys once I'm there at the, at the O2. <laughs> yeah. All right, then we'll give a prediction. I'm saying I'm saying Connor Ben uh, by stoppage. And it's because wow, he has two, statement. two things you can't teach Connor Ben. Charisma and power. And I think that's going to carry him to the finish mm. line. Yeah, he's got that aggression like as well. He's got that young killer aggression. And uh, don't forget, that's a big one. Remember, live on the zone pay-per-view, the 8th of October from the O2 Arena. The fathers fought twice. The sons are going to carry on that legacy. Chris Eubank Jr. versus Conor Ben. Well, Barack, I guess you were right. For some reason, I felt that we would be in London for this fight. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> well, you were right. We're not um. going. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're going to be watching it on the zone. Unpack your 17 bags because <laughs> you're not going. And um, listen, I just want to say... Very impressed by Conor Ben for accepting this fight. And I'm very, very surprised how funny Chris Eubank Jr. is. <laughs> He's hilarious. I seen him put out a post on Twitter with a picture of a birthday cake because his birthday just passed. There was a slice of cake and it in and, and like syrup, it said 60%. You know, because he's been <laughs> saying that he just has to be at 60% to beat Conor Ben. But he's saying that because he has to lose three pounds more. To 150s to make 157, he's only gonna be at 60%. <laughs> he's just funny. I seen in some video he was like, okay, I'm at 30% now. All I need is another 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I never thought he was funny. I, I you know, he's so soft-spoken. You know, I, I didn't know he had this much character. And I think this is a, a great fight and it's catching wind a little bit stateside. Yeah, no, I can't wait for it, man. I mean. If Connor should win this fight, would be uh, would be huge. I mean, the yeah. fight is already big for the country, but yeah. you know, just for him and his family's family's legacy for the Ben family would be a massive win. All he right, had to throw massive. Massive. Yeah, he mad. had to go a little UK on. Yeah, it would be mad. All right, folks, that's our show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Peace and love. Stay safe. That is.